0: But you gotta figure out how many leads you need, how you're gonna market to those leads, how much it's gonna cost to get those leads, once you get those leads, how you're gonna convert those leads, how you're gonna convert those leads into business, and then how you're gonna collect on it, how you're gonna be able to scale your business. Welcome to the Small Business Safari, where I help guide you to avoid those traps pitfalls and dangers that lurk when navigating the wild world of small business ownership i'll share those gold nuggets of information and invite guests to help accelerate your ascent to that mountaintop of success it's a jungle out there and i want to help you traverse through the levels of owning your own business that can get you bogged down and distract you from hitting your own personal and professional goals so strap in adventure team and let's take a ride through the safari and get you to the mountaintop Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's All in a Plan, the mini podcast. I'd like to share a few gold nuggets of the business planning process that I went through to get my business started. When I first started working on the podcast and I thought about business planning, I was really excited about this episode. In this week's long format episode, Ellen and I really got into the first half of business planning. When I look back on my time there, here are the gold nuggets. Succinctly put, one, you have to have a business plan. If you don't have one, You're not prepared for success. George Patton said, A good plan violently executed is better than a great plan never executed. So you need to have a plan. It doesn't have to be the perfect plan, but you got to have the plan. That's gold nugget number one. Number two, if you're going to go out and try to secure some funding or get some help from somebody else, you're going to need to have that to prove out what you're trying to get accomplished. More importantly, if you're trying to sell yourself or somebody else on your vision and what you're trying to get accomplished, Having a business plan allows you to go out there and really vet through the details. And getting through the details before you get started saves you a lot of time and money when you get started doing the business. I ended up finding my way to the Small Business Administration, and I incorrectly said it was the SPA.org, It is SBA.gov. But I picked up the score template for the business plan template. Now, again, it wasn't the perfect template, but it was great for me because it helped me work through things like... How much do eventually you want to make? Well, let's start backing up from that. So that's your sanity line. And that's how much you're making. You got to figure out what your vanity line is, but you got to figure out how many leads you need, how you're going to market to those leads, how much it's going to cost to get those leads. Once you get those leads, how are you going to convert those leads, how are you going to convert those leads into business? And then how are you going to collect on it? How are you going to be able to scale your business? And yeah, I'm rambling and going really fast because. I'm not going to tell you how to do the business plan, but by taking each section of that business plan and figuring out the details, I learned a whole lot more about what I was about to do. Man, everybody thought my business was going to be a killer success and nobody had the balls to tell me, man, this is going to be a complete failure. But when I started digging into details and asking specific questions of people who are in each individual industry, for example, in marketing and in branding and in advertising, and then How do you get into the business? And what's a good CRM system? And I talked to software guys. I started to get some really good information. And that's where the gold happened. By taking little bits and pieces of my business plan and taking it to people before I got started, that was gold. Now, where I really screwed up is I was so afraid because of my Corporate America Day, where we have to keep things really veiled on what we're trying to get accomplished. I didn't go to somebody who's in the industry already. And you should. You should go out there and find somebody. And Maybe you won't find somebody in your exact market, but you'll be able to find somebody in a different market that might be able to work with you. Let's go ahead and thank one of our sponsors. Are you in the home service business and train your employees to represent your company in the right way when they're taking care of customers? Are they providing a 110% customer experience? If you aren't getting those rave reviews that you expect or those repeat customers that you crave, then you need to get the homeserviceinstitute.com training programs. These training programs talk the language of your technician and help them figure out how to align your goals with their wants. Go ahead and check out thehomeserviceinstitute.com and all of their training modules, and they will turn your employees into 110% customer experience providers. That's thehomeserviceinstitute.com. And now let's get back to listening to what the guys have to say. So find those people, find them in LinkedIn, find them in networking, find a way to get to these people before you start your plan. And really ask them some detailed questions. And a lot of people are going to give you some really good detailed answers. I used to buy coffee for people and take them to lunch and just pick their brains. And every time I got a detailed good question out there, I got a great detailed answer back. That helped me build my business plan. That helped me set up myself for success. Because even after we set all those business plans up and we start talking in later episodes, it's not all success. It's not all roses. It's not all sitting back and popping champagne. It's just really hard freaking work. And having the business plan up front helped you figure out how it was going to go. One of my biggest failures was getting into the home services space with an unrealistic expectation of what my net profit would be for the business model I developed. Alan gave us a great point. The founder of The Green Egg uh, shared a great story saying, If you think you've got a great business plan, put your pro forma together because it all starts and ends with that pro forma. Figure out what your revenue is going to be, figure out what your expenses are going to be, then cut your revenue in half and see if you can live with it. That's a tough stress test to go through. And if I would have done that in the beginning, I probably would have been a little bit better and more prepared for how long it took me to break even. Now, I started when the recession hit, and I love to blame it. But at the end of the day, even if we didn't have a recession, I probably would have made a few more missteps because I was just way off in my pro forma. It cost me twice as much to deliver on my expensive business model than I really thought it was. So having a realistic sanity or net number, and then backing in and figuring out what your vanity number is, and how from that vanity number, how many leads you're gonna get, how many of your, your leads are gonna convert, how many people it's gonna to take to actually do the work that you wanna get done. And then how are you gonna track it all? And how are you gonna make sure you're going the right way? You need to have those KPIs set up. That's that key performance indicators. You need to have those set up before you go out there and start doing your jobs because it's going to allow you to pick yourself up and figure out what's going on. A business plan doesn't have to be great, guys. It just has to be done before you take off into that entrepreneurial wild. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Small Business Safari. Remember, your positive attitude will help you achieve that higher altitude you're looking for in the wild world of small business ownership. And until next time, make it a great day.